Let's open our Bibles to Job chapter 33 and the fourth verse. Job chapter 33 and the fourth verse. Job chapter 33 and the fourth verse. It is the Spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up, and the breath of the Almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. Amen. Let's say AMPC version. Can you read it once again? It is the Spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up, and the breath of the Almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. Hallelujah. This morning, the thought God put into my heart is this, my own. Everybody say, my own. End of Sondam. Hallelujah. My own. From this moment onwards, God wants you to say, my own. End of Sondam. My own miracle. Hallelujah. My own blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All this while you were looking at somebody's blessing and was rejoicing. But in the motherland, for tonight onwards, this morning, Hallelujah. You are going to look at your own blessing and going to bless and magnify the name of the Lord. Put your hands together and say, My own. Hallelujah. All this while you were looking at somebody else's home and said, thank you, Jesus. But you're going to look at your own home and say, thank you, Jesus. You're going to oh, look at your own miracle and say, thank you, Jesus. All this while you came in somebody else's car and say, thank you for taking me in. But the days are going to come. Change. Hallelujah. You are going to bring somebody else in your own car and you're going, somebody else is going to say, thank you. Hallelujah. My own. My own. Some of you are singing our other people's songs. But you need to write your own songs. Oh, hallelujah. Your own music. Hallelujah. Your own style. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You are dressing like Salman Khan. You have to dress like your own. Hallelujah. Sondamakanam. Ninde Alpudam. Ninde Adayalam. You have to own it. When God told Joshua, wherever the sole of your foot step in, you own it. Come on, hallelujah. Own it, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some of you are looking at somebody else's baby and say, Darling, you're going to hold your own baby and say, My darling, come on. Hallelujah. My blessing. Hallelujah. Devatana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. My own. Sondam. Devatinde. Parishutad Mawa. Adya Manishane Noki. When. God, the Spirit of God, breathed. God breathed into the nostrils of man. In Genesis 2:7, the Bible says he became a living soul. He was ensouled, but when the breath came, the next verse says, God planted a garden. When the breath of the Almighty God, Hallelujah, breathed, Hallelujah, the presence of God come. 
Hallelujah. The breath consists of God's presence. When the presence of God comes, when the presence of God touches your heart, certain things become your own. God's word carries his breath. The word that I speak to you is the breath of God. When you take the word, what pastor speaks become yours. Hallelujah. Devat in the vajanam, devat in the swasama. Aswasam ni etedekumbor. Pastor varayinda nindiya itumarum. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I have seen many a times, pastor is declaring, man of God is declaring, but people are not walking in it. Why? Because they're not taking it. They're listening to it. Oh, the things has to change this morning. Oh, Hallelujah. I've seen in the olden days when my pastor would speak, I would write, I would scribble. As a matter of fact, my handwriting went bad to worse. Try to record everything my pastor said. <laughs> it was never good. It was always bad. But trying to take every word as mine. Handwriting became worse, but I became good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Some of you, hallelujah, it's good that you write, but your life changes. Hallelujah. When your life transforms, when that word gets into your heart, come on, every word. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Other night, another man of God and woman of God came and said, Pastor, Jesus is standing next to you while you are speaking the word of God. Hallelujah. And he said, that word that you speak has clenched you white. But God wants that word to cleanse the church white. Hallelujah. The word has to come and cleanse you. You're already cleansed by the word that I've spoken to you. Oh, the word of God needs to do a work in you. Hallelujah. The breath of the almighty God. Hallelujah. Should breathe into your life. Should stir you up. Let's read that again. Job 33 and the fourth verse. It is the spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up and the breath of the Almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. The spirit of God has made me. The spirit of God has made me. Everybody say made me. The Bible says Jesus or God breathed the breath into their nostrils, they became. So when the breath of God comes, you become something. Oh, come on. The breath of God comes, you become a distinct personality, a unique person that God has intended. How do you know that I am going into my destiny? Are you catching the breath of God's word? It makes you to, it causes you to become somebody. Oh, 
hallelujah. Who are you becoming? A caterpillar becomes a butterfly. There is a process that happens. There is a metamorphosis. There is a change that continues to happen. Glory to glory. Hallelujah. But most of you say, but pastor, look at me. I am a mess. I am a mess. God breathed into a mess. God took the mud. Hallelujah. Some of you say, Hallelujah. God took the mud and breathed. Come on. Hallelujah. I am speaking to dirt. God took a dirt in your hands and God is going to make something out of your life. Come on. If you don't feel encouraged in that, hallelujah. God took a piece of mud. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. The miracle, the miracle was in the breath. The blessing was in the breath. Till that breath came into that mud, it was ordinary, dirty. We look ordinary, dirty. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says, He breathed into a mice. And in Genesis 1.31, He says, It is very good. Sometimes, look at the person sitting next to you and see whether they are a mess. Their look is smiling, but see through the camera lens. If they are sleeping, they are a mess. If they are not saying Amen, they are in a mess. If they cannot clap at God's word, they are in a mess. It's okay. You know, I used to get irritated when people used to sleep in the church. Now I understood, at least in the church, let them sleep. Hallelujah. At least in the church, let them sleep. Only problem is in time and again, they'll call me. <laughs> God knows you are a mess. As a matter of fact, God created something in a sleep first. Praise the Lord. Some of you are last sleep. God, from this moment, you are not going to be able to sleep. God is going to do something in your life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God breathed into a mess. Have you, have you seen some people say, Pastor, I want to get married. Anger excitement, you know, especially at 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. You're so excited to get married. And suddenly so you get married, so excited, so romantic. But now in a mess. Now can't look at each other. Get irritated with the first sight. <laughs> Love at first sight, now irritated at first sight. <laughs> it's a mess. Praise the Lord. Or she said, Pastor, I want to have children. I want to have five children. My niece used to say, five children. After two, she said, close. Somehow third came. 
Hallelujah. Why? It's a mess, sleepless nights, cranky children. Does it not allow you to eat? Such a mess. But you ask for ministry. And God said, I'll give you ministry. Imperfect people. Doesn't thank you. Does not even appreciate you for the talk. They give you a roaring face. I said, Lord. I said, Son, you asked for ministry. I gave it. This is ministry. Ezekiel, you want ministry? Yes, Lord. Valley of dry bones. Take it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No appreciation. Nothing. Just minister. <laughs> In season, out of season, minister. Stand up, get up, pray, prepare, minister. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? People become judgmental when you go for a job. Pastor, I want a job. Boss, from day one, very judgmental about you. Your parents, you thought your father was the most judgmental. Greater judgment coming from boss. Criticism. That's job. Look at Proverbs 14 and the fourth verse. Proverbs 14 and the fourth verse. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. So where no oxen, there is no activity. Everything is fine. But when there is activity, when God is doing something in your life, there is also a mess. Come on. Hallelujah. Don't worry about the mess. It shows that something is happening in your life. Something is happening. There is a battle happening. Come on. Hallelujah. There is much dung. There is much waste. There is much dirt. Why? Something is happening. Mess is a sign that you are fashioning into the plan of God. Come on. Hallelujah. All messy people, all dirty people have good news. It is a sign that God is doing something in your life. Cheliana. Oh. Jesus was born in a dirty manger. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Friday I told you, Jesus, God cast the Satan, the old serpent to the earth because he messed, he tried to mess heaven. He tried to take the peace out of heaven. God threw him to the earth. Do you think that he's going to sit quiet on the earth? Oh, Do you think he learned his lesson? We will not irritate him anymore. Is he going to stay like that? No, he's going to battle out. He's going to war with you. He's going to try to make it more messy, more problematic, more. Somebody said, life is a theater of wars. One battle after another, one mess after another. Come on, in the midst of that, what keeps us, 
come on in the midst of that is the breath of the almighty devathinte swasoshwasam god will breathe oh dabari kadagama god will stir you up god will breathe upon your life god will inspire you when you think that everything is over god's breath will come upon your life hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah look at psalm 103 and the 14th verse for he knows our frame he remembers that we are dust he knows our frame he remembers we are dirt we are dust God is not going to give you up. Hallelujah. He is going to bring miracle out of the mess. Amen. Come on. He is going to bring the miracle. Hallelujah. Because he remembers your frame. He knows there is nothing that you can do by your strength. Ninde shaktiyum kondu veruku onnum cheyan pattathillana devathin ariya. Adagondu avante shwasam, devathinte shwasam, the breath of God. God releases his word, his breath, his thoughts to stir you up. Amen. some people say oh i don't want the mess how many of you here would think it was how many of you think you think that adam was better off alone adam saying i wish i was with you know playing with the animals i wish he was never a part of my life if god would have said i wish that i've never created eve or formed eve God never thought like that in her foreknowledge he knew that Eve would be deceived that Adam would sin yet he said it is not good for man to be alone let me tell you hallelujah god is still in charge hallelujah god hallelujah knowing that the mess that the mankind was going to create he said hallelujah i'm still a miracle working god hallelujah before you made that mess before you did take that wrong step god knew that you are about to take god hallelujah if you would take this word can still bring miracle out of the mess oh. blessed be the name of jesus amen amen would you believe it hallelujah he remembers you how many of you would grandparents would say Oh I wish the children were not born. I wish my grandchildren would not come home and break the toys. Any grandchild, grandparent David, I know my grand I mean Joseph, Abraham, Eliza grandparents, you know. They they are happy when they write something on the wall. <laughs> they are happy when the most expensive things are broken. Because nobody want to be alone. they would rather have the mess than to be lonely and sitting quiet somewhere god there might be people that has come and created mess but it would be rather hallelujah they being there to show the miracle power of god divari kadagamana shamdara juraptara it is in imperfections god does his ministry Where did Jesus do his ministry in Galilee of the Gentiles in a suicidal place when there was darkness Jesus came Where did Moses came where 400 years of bondage nobody went to Pharisees nobody went to Sadducees nobody went to the religious 
come on he goes to the people who are in a mess hallelujah Lift your hands and ask the Lord, Lord, this morning come into my mess. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Rabadara Chira Rabalazia. Ni Pratikanam. Hallelujah. I Vajanatinagatu Pratikana. Don't sit depressed. Hallelujah. Baradhuratharavana Hadagavala Sandara Jidatara. Amen. Don't own your mess. Say, I want my miracle, Lord. Breathe afresh. I want my miracle. Look at Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15. There is an amazing scripture. Hallelujah. Please read it. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 15. And uh, uh, verses uh, 8. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright like a heap. The depths con congealed in the heart of the sea. Amen. There was this Red Sea. Derek Prince, the man of God said, when God breathed his breath over the Red Sea, one and a half kilometers, hallelujah, in width, God opened up the Red Sea. Come on. Shatruvinda Madhuvil, in the midst of the enemy, God breathed, come on, and opened up a way, not a small way, but a big way. Karthava, hallelujah, Ninda Prasnathinda Madhuvilam, Valiya Vadigala Dorakambonada, in the midst of problems, God breathed that you will have your own private road. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord did not look at the problem against it, He opened up the Red Sea, He breathed. Even this morning, the breath of God can open up way that no man can open up. Hallelujah. Look at one and a half width, kilometers of width, where in half an hour, about 30 lakhs people can cross. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Come on, ask the Lord this morning by faith. Lord, breathe upon me the breath of God. Hallelujah. Own your miracle. God will open up new ways. God did not want you to adjust and go. He does not want to adjust in 2022. Adjust. Lord, hallelujah. I will somehow adjust and go. No, he is opening a big way. Opening your mouth and say, God is opening a big way. Amen. But a private road, Munikure. Shatru Ainat Kadakanoke, but Shatru Nashijuai. The devil could not follow the Israelites. They tried to do it and they fell down. They were ashamed because it was a private road. God opened up for God's people. Hallelujah. The enemy can't cross your way because it is your way. Ninikutarana Wadi. What God has opened for you, no devil can touch it. Ask the Lord, open your mouth and say, What God has opened for me, no devil can touch it. Instead of fearing it, come on. Blessed be the instead of fearing tomorrow, dreading tomorrow. If God has set me free, if Jesus set me free, I'm indeed free. Hallelujah. Through his breath, he brought a full stop to the problem. Hallelujah. Some people are always speaking about problem. Every message is the same message. Actually, you need to copy paste it. 
every morning some people copy paste their problem it's the same problem but god is going to put a full stop come on hallelujah oru nirthala ninde prashnangala ninde shatruvinamey nirthala god is going to bring a supernatural problem to that sickness to that back pain to that backache to that family issue hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord in the name of jesus when god's open nobody can shut no court case can touch it if god is the one who's opened it hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord look at another scripture ezekiel 47:1 to 2 ezekiel 47:1 to 2 the hand of the lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold they were many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry <coughs> you know the story the lord looked at the bones the broken bones the shattered bones and said breathe upon it the holy spirit through ezekiel prophesied over that bones hallelujah as a matter of fact when ezekiel prophesied a prophesied engineered those bones have you heard about it genetic engineering what is genetic engineering trees that does not go grow faster the dna is manipulated the genes is manipulated so that they can produce they can grow faster hallelujah they can control certain biological diseases they can ward it out when the breath of god came upon the genes changed hallelujah the people who thought hopelessly started thinking with hope come on when a man of god prophesied there is a genetic engineering your dna is been changed up the spirit of fear has been broken and the spirit of sonship come upon your life there is a genetic change up you don't think like your ancestors you think like abraham isaac and jacob you think like jesus there is a genetic change oh come on ഹാലോയാണ് <laughs> when the young david was anointed with oil the bible says he started thinking the 16 year old boy started thinking like a king oh hallelujah a genetic changed praise the lord no longer he thought like a forsaken kid he thought like a hallelujah 
the king's kid. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, this morning, let there be a change in your genetic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what happened to the nation Israel, who is actually the picture of the dry bones. They own everything now. They own the artificial intelligence. They own the oil of the world. <laughs> they own every technology. Why? Because of the prophetic utterance that came upon Israel through Ezekiel. Even their land was owned by people. But Israel owned their land now. Oh, come on. When the genetics change, you will start owning your own land. Oh, come on. Oh, Victory by the blood of Jesus. Abraham fought a battle. And king of Sodom gave, said, I'll give anything you want. He said, no, 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 I don't want anything. Tomorrow you will say, I've made you rich. But he's lifted up his hands to the possessor of heaven and earth. Her possessor of heaven and earth. Uh, you don't own, you think that you own your little finger. Come on. You, the possessor, El Elyon God is inside of you. You own this world. Oh, you own this earth. You decide what happens on this earth. What you bind in earth, I bind in heaven. Come on. The scattered bones, the dried, shattered bones, when the genetic change, they rose as an army. Oh, Hallelujah! You are a nation. All those who are scattered and broken and prophesied rise up like a nation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at the breath. The breath. The Bible says in John chapter 20, Thomas was missing when Jesus breathed the breath of God upon the disciples. Jesus after eight days came back for Thomas. So where Thomas, where are you? He says, He gave the breath of God to Thomas. Suddenly Thomas understood who he is. When the breath of God comes, nobody has to tell you who you are. You will know who you are. He had, nobody has to call him Apostle Thomas. He knew he was an apostle. When the breath of God comes, uh, your callings are revealed. Uh, your businessman, uh, hallelujah, that prophetic, whatever God has called you will become evident. You are healed. Nobody has to tell you you are healed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Prophet and hallelujah. Pastors just don't have to come and tell you a hundred times. 
There's a confirmation within. Hallelujah. Read that scripture once again. It is the Spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up, and the breath of the Almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. Inspires me. Inspires you for what? Inspires for what? When you look through the Bible, God was always a God of generations. Look at the 17th chapter of Genesis. You can go home and read 1 to 8. You can go home, look at two people and say, go home, take your own Bible. <laughs> Not even your phone. <laughs> read from 1 to 8. And verse, hallelujah. And verse, then you go read 9th verse. For me, you read 9th. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. And you and your descendants after you throughout your generation. Hallelujah. This is my covenant you shall keep between you and me and your descendants after you. Hallelujah. You and your generations. Uh, verse 7. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in the generations for an everlasting covenant. When God breathed upon the man, it was upon the generations. God wanted a generational blessing to happen forth. Everybody say, God wants a generational blessing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you heard uh, this word, living in the edge? Hindi, you say, Kinaro par rahane wale. Living on the edge. What is living on the edge? Always taking risk. Always positive. Always daring. That was what Abraham, the father, Abraham did. Taking a risk above and beyond. Pushing on the horizons. Whether physical, mental or otherwise, the heroes of faith always thought outside of the box, beyond. The Bible says when God called Abraham, he crossed Mesopotamia. The belief of those days was if you cross Mesopotamia, you would be cursed, you will die. But he pushed beyond. Get out of the country, get out of the kindred. He got out. And he went beyond Mesopotamia. He took a risk because for God said, get out. Praise the Lord. That's called living in the edge. Against every man's thinking, wishful thinking, you choose to obey God. And God said, because you obeyed me, I will generationally bless you. But two things he said. Number one, if you would choose that narrow gate, Narrow gate is a gate where you only you make decisions, you choose, you make a step only looking to Jesus. You cannot look at your husband, your wife, your children, your father, your mother, not even your pastor. Narrow gate only you can go through it. Come on, somebody, this morning. 
don't wait for anyone you have to go salvation is personal jesus is the way the truth and the life nobody goes to the father except through jesus you have to make the decision nobody is going to you cannot wait for anybody else you make the decision god said rest will follow calling is personal you god called you you have abraham took that decision sarah went with her Separation is personal. You have to go through the waters of baptism. Making a step for the Lord. You cannot, okay, I will wait for everybody to come and say, yes, I'll take the... No, it's personal. Abraham took that step. That personal step. I've uh, found about 22 battles when you are a generational child of God. There are 22 battles. There are more than that, but since we are in 2022 at least, I thought about sharing 22 battles. From the life of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Elijah, David, Jesus. When you know that you are a generation, when you are inspired, not only for you, that your faith will inspire generations. When you look beyond your life, Ninde Apartanokini Jivikum Bon, Ninde Matramala, Ninda Talamura Nokini Jiviku Anangila. There are twenty-two battles that you go through. At least. Number one, you are tempted to quit every day. Allah those who teach you one dono. When you feel like that, know that I am fighting battles for the generations. Praise the Lord. Don't be sorrowful. Don't think you are alone. It is a sign that you are in a generational battle. Constant discouragement. Number two. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm speaking about Abraham's life. Abraham, many times he stopped. Isaac. When he saw the well was full of mud. He would have wanted to quit. But he went and dig it. Jacob. How much ever he tries to be the best. His worst is coming out. He's cheating his brother. Number two. You are sidelined. Whether you look at Joseph. His brother sidelined him. David. He was at the back. Jesus. They looked at and said. You are carpenter's son. David, his own wife, put him down in front of his mates and say, Oh, this guy. You will be always be sidelined. That shows. You are in a generational battle. Oh, Bible says, Your enemy shall be in your own house. A prophet is without honor in his own house. You'll be sidelined, starting from your own home. Number three, nobody associate you with success. These guys are carpenters and is he going to bring salvation into the whole world? Nobody associate you with success. Number four, haha, are you here church tonight? People who help you will be ungrateful. David, the very people who he helped in a crisis wants to stone him. Come on. 
it's a sign that you're in a generational battle. Instead of becoming angry and with God and with people, know that you're in a generational battle. Come on. Instead of blaming others and instead of saying, nobody is there for me, nobody understands me, know that you are in a generational battle. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hostility from sinners. People expect sinners to say good things about them. Bible says, consider Jesus who has faced such hostility from sinners. If they hated Jesus, they'll hate you. You will not be celebrated. In the party of sinners, don't expect it and feel bad. Oh, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's smiling. Nobody's looking at me. Expect it. <laughs> Hallelujah. The talk was good till now. Hatred from people who you love. And you don't know why. People without reason will hate you. <laughs> they hated Jesus without a reason. People who you love, people who you pray will betray you, deny you, leave you. You're in a generational battle. God is building up a generation and the devil is not liking it. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are financial crises. Elijah in a brook. Brook dried. He obeyed God and he does not know why the brook dried. The temptation to prove time and again people are putting you down that you will do if you are the son of God. Come down on the cross. You want to prove it? You can. But God says forgive instead to prove. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. It's a word God gave me, okay? So God bless your life. It's constant comparison. David said, my father and my mother forsake me. There was comparison inside the home. The father and mother was comparing David and to his other children and was putting him down always. It was constant comparison because he was in a generational battle. Sexual temptation. Joseph, David, Samson, Solomon, all were sexually tempted. Lustful temptations. Proverbs 6.26 says, Precious lives have been hunted by strange women. It's because your life is precious. Ninda Jaivadam. Hallelujah. Oh, Alpuda Jeevadam Ayadunda. Dushicha Pendangala. Ninda Paragavirim. Langi Yasaktiyal. Hallelujah. Everybody silent. David fell, Samson fell, David fell. All were strong men. Challenges in marriage, 
Jacob had challenges in marriage to keep house in peace. He had to keep proving his love to his wives. I mean, everybody say, Pastor, then I am surely in a generational battle. <laughs> to keep proving your love for your children. My daughter will learn, learn a new line, uh, some love, one liner. Says, Appa, you are so mean. <laughs> <Can't>, <laughs> Eliza, don't do this. Appa, you are so mean. <laughs> Am I looking pretty? For fourth time, I keep quiet. Appa, you are so mean. It said, uh, to dogs and uh, women, everybody so unconditional love for a man. He has to keep providing to, <laughs> to be accepted and to be proven. <laughs> I thought men will be happy. Say, amen. <laughs> Sickness in your body. Problems with siblings. Sibling problems. Problem with some one child. Jabesh. Mehiboshat. One child having a problem is constantly. Rodney Howard Brown, the man of God, had a daughter who had a problem. Death problem. A problem against that child's life. She died at the age of 18. The greatest man of God ever living on earth. His child died. He understood. He did not become bitter with God. He understood. He is in a generational battle. He said, I will save a billion people for Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He has funded, hallelujah, for the gospel for a billion people. Hallelujah. And he is preaching, hallelujah, tirelessly ever that, ever after that. He is reaching out to millions and millions of, of people because he made a vow before God. I know I'm in a generational battle. If the devil touch my daughter, I'm going to take a billion people for the glory of God. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, the last word will not be. Hallelujah. You are in a generational battle. Petra Church. Hallelujah. I carry a generational blessing. That's why I'm declaring this word to you. So that you are going to be raised in the city. Carrying a generational blessing over your life. Hallelujah. The Father's blessing is upon my life. That's why I'm standing here and boldly declaring. Hallelujah. I'm speaking this over you so that you'll walk in the generational blessing no devil can defeat you hallelujah my pastor looked at me at the age of 40 and looked at me and said as long as you live there's not a man who will ever win against you because you carry a generational blessing hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord
the bible says in acts chapter 3 there was a one person who had a problem from the mother's womb because there was a generational issue from the womb a battle so there are problems like that but the greatest you know in 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 a uh, Paul's life the bible says Demas has left him when you are in a battle you will not be present when god anoints somebody to speak forth a word that will change your life Demas was absent when was Paul was ready to bless him he left him i have seen many times that i've come prepared to release a word of blessing everybody will be there except that one person who actually needed to hear either they would have gone or they would have distracted or worst case scenario they would have gone to pee at that correct moment i don't know how they find that minute and second to pee praise the lord there was times i thought i should put speakers in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> so then i understand it's a generational battle because the devil takes them away that moment because that moment can change their life demas left paul not jesus demas left paul after the world hallelujah almost through number 17 the spirit of control Number 18, excessive bitterness. Kaipa ola jeevitham. The first healing mentioned is concerned with emotional healing. Bitter waters made sweet because there was a generation moving forth and the first attack was bitterness against their mind. This morning, every bitter soul are going to be healed in the name of the Lord. I spirit. Oh. Every spit of bitterness, unforgiveness. Hallelujah. Oh, I scare, I scare them. Oh, I feel that anointing this morning. Breaking every spit of bitterness. Come on, lift your hands. Receive it for your generation. Not one person in my family will walk bitterly. Oh, will prematurely die because of bitterness. Hallelujah. The entire journey stops. Bitterness stops your journey. Bitterness brings a super demonic stop. Hallelujah. Immediately said, put that tree. The water. Do you need to forgive? Yes. Do you need to trust the people who hurt you? No. <laughs> Both are two different things. Jesus forgave, but he did not trust everybody. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church, today? I'm getting into some few last-minute difficult things in a generational 19 chapter if you are in a generational matter ego will try to take over pride pride that refuses to say sorry five letter word you know i have prayed for people for 40 days and 40 nights sometimes 
and I understood all that is between them and their miracle is this five letter word S O R R Y but they will not because they don't know that in a generational matter whether before God unconfessed sin they will not say sorry to Jesus they will not sorry to say to sorry to pastor they can't what is pastor's business somebody asked me what is pastor what's your business he did not know that was generational battle hallelujah pride number 20 repeating the same mistakes repeating the same mistakes repeating same mistakes number 22 struggle to have children struggle elizabeth hannah all in a generational battle rachel hallelujah people who have written it say pastor one or two i missed i think <laughs> hallelujah how many i missed anybody how many i missed ജനറേഷനിംഗ് all this 22 bondages can be broken when the breath of god come upon your life amen talamura eda melulla anugraham vannal oh divarigada the bible says in israel groaned before god and god heard him and god showed respect unto them 400 years of bondage was broken over one night oru ratriyum kond yo oru ratriyum kond yesu adinu vidudal koduthu yesuvinne rakthathal vidudal unda if you would recognize it there is victory through the blood of jesus christ one night hallelujah but are you inspired this morning oh what is this inspiring you what is inspiring you so many people life is about interruptions interruptions when you are not you know one more scripture before i i want to end somehow so amos chapter 3 was 12 <coughs> amos chapter 3 was 12 the book of amos thus says the lord as a shepherd takes from the mouth of the lion two legs or a piece of an ear so shall the children of israel be taken out who dwell in samaria in the corner of the bed on the edge of the couch and so living in the edge in the negative look at look at look at these guys this sheep this people living in the edge but not in a positive way but in negative eppa venalum veeda how many of you people like that eppa meenalum thalayum kutti veeda i can fall any moment i'm just on the edge i'm living dangerously 
Hallelujah. I made some decisions that can destroy me anytime. I am living on the edge. It's like a robber who is stealing and stealing and stealing and the police is very nearby. Anytime he can be caught. The Bible says a woman was caught in adultery because she was living in the edge. After that she was caught. Oh, come on. And the Bible says this sheep had some specialities. When the shepherd took the sheep out, all came was what was the thing? One ear and two legs. Such was the battle. Oh. Certain lives have been trying to, the devil is trying to war, trying to shatter them to the point that when you pray and get them, hallelujah, all that you get is two legs and one ear, but that's enough for God. Come on, that's enough for God. Some of you are here and say, Pastor, with my two legs I am here, and with one ear I am listening to you. Come on, that's enough for God to restore you. Oh, Hallelujah. Two legs in one year. Look at it's a generational sheep. Jesus, the Bible says, left 99 and went after one sheep. That one sheep was special. It was a generational sheep. If you get that sheep, it's a generation that is going to be blessed. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Here, living on the edge, if you're always living on the edge, you cannot walk. If that is your mindset, if you're never inspired after listening to the breath of God coming, it's sad day for you because it looks like you're not going to walk into a generation blessing. Samson lived in the edge. He died prematurely. Did not see other Samsons. <laughs> other Samsons never came out of him. Because he was always serve the Lord, then go and sleep with Delilah. Serve the Lord, again have another night with another woman. Serve the Lord in anger. Destroy somebody. He never could see the generation blessing. Two things that destroy Anger and lust destroyed Samson. He finished somehow, but not a generational blessing. Saul lived on the edge, always envious, always trying to pin David, the anointed, always targeting the anointed. What happened? He missed it, died shamefully with his own sword. He fell on his own sword. The sword that should have destroyed the enemies, he fell on it. Oh, what a shameful death. He took his son with it. The generation should have continued. All that remained was a lame Mehiboshat. A lame son. That because of David's kindness. That too lame. Talamurayada anigraham. Because always living dangerously. Disobeying. Dishonoring God. Solomon lived on the edge he said riches and honor on the life right side i mean 
Long life on your right, riches and honor on your left. He died prematurely. He died at 52 years of age. The greatest man, the most wisest man because of his foolishness. Don't live on that couch. Don't carelessly complacent sit thinking that you will not fall when you are close. You will not fall when you are close. You will not fall. If you don't live in the grace of God, if you don't take the breath of God that is coming through the world, if you don't take it, one day you'll fall without finishing the purpose and plan of God. Interpret your life correctly. When you are doing wrong, don't interpret it as right. Look at somebody interpreted correctly. Sherikim Vyakya Nikana. Jividam Sherikim Vyakya. Teti Jayimba Sheri in the Paraya. The Bible says, don't look at evil and say good. Don't look at non-submission and say, I'm doing well. Don't look at your anger and say, I'm doing fine. Don't look at lust and say, ah, that's fine. I can ask the forgiveness of God in it. One day it will take you. Don't misinterpret your life. Wrong interpretation brings instability. It will bring intellectual independence. It will bring intermingling. You'll start mingling with the wrong ideas, wrong thought patterns and immediate destruction. That's not Petra Church's portion. Amen. When things interpret in you, interruptions are seen in your life. Start, stop. Start, stop. Start, stop. It's a warning sign that I need to come alone with God. And I need to handle this matter. If you are having... It's a warning sign. Look at Acts of the Apostle. It started. It's still moving. When God starts something, there is no interruptions. Come on. If sun has set you free, you're free indeed. You cannot be bound. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't start and stop. Husband and wives, make up, then fight. Make up, then fight. There's a warning sign that you need counsel. Children lying to parents. Lying to parents twice, thrice. Warning sign. You need to have a good talk with your parents. Or with your pastor. <laughs> so what to do this morning? Hallelujah. Be inspired. Bible says the breath of Almighty has given me life. It's inspired me. What do you do with this word? If it's inspiring you, your tomorrow is going to be different. Noah inspired, built an ark for his household. Generational building up. Tomorrow onwards, you will start building up for the next generation. Come on. Hallelujah. Inspiration produces results. Inspirations look beyond yourself. Inspirations build something by faith. Not my natural abilities. What is inspiring you today? A young boy inspired Jesus to do a 5,000 miracle. 
come on inspiration bible is full of god working through people who are inspired hallelujah living stone was inspired african continent was reached the, with the gospel renard bonke was inspired the entire continent got saved wow Josephanatanam got inspired the traditional church the catholic church heard the gospel across south india hallelujah anybody in south india from the traditional background you'll always say i listen to josephanatanam's preaching a young generation called the joshua generation was birthed out because pastor was inspired to raise up an army for the last days praise the lord any young person who has come to the lord in the last 25 years you will see i've heard pastor rajesh who are you inspiring there is a word in the bible instead of your fathers shall be your sons appamarku pagaram makkal irunekum fathers are important but fathers doesn't stop there instead of the fathers shall be the sons because far come on dabara gamana sandara talamurayada anugraham hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus dibariya durathala jarandala kadagamala sambariyadala adirigadagamala sambariyadala varasiya victory by the blood of jesus one woman inspired entire city got saved evangelism greatest revival happened through women pennungale upayogichana ettom velliya revival nadannirikkunnathu petra churchile pennungale kartha velne god will raise up the women in the petra church the greatest revival has happened hallelujah glory to god andhra pradesh one 23 year old boy had about 1000 so on women evangelists who helped him for the revival there wow paul yongijos initially his first pastors who associate pastors were women but they don't keep quiet they share the gospel first woman of resurrection first woman of evangelism all women women that's why there's attack against women that's why people said women should not minister <laughs> hallelujah where does it come from because god knows katherine goodman said hallelujah did not find a man he chose a woman and look what god did through katherine goodman praise god what should i do and i'll finish it how to how does this happen number why before you own anything be owned by god before you own your blessing before you walk in the generational blessing you need to completely say jesus you are my owner i'm bought with a price i'm not my own this mouth is god's mouth this hand is god whatever i have belongs to god you need to be completely owned by god my decisions shall be owned my travels my trips my eat eat outs should i go in konark even the smallest it looks so silly but you ask everything to god praise god 
എല്ലാം ദൈവത്തോട് ചോദിച്ചിട്ടേ ചെയ്യുള്ളൂ Number one. Number two, desire. John chapter 5, he was sitting in that gate of Bethesda for 38 years. He said, do you have a desire to be made well? You can't do that. 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 I want to tell you a truth. If you don't say Amen, if you don't write the word, confess it. things will not change there is 100% chance that your mess remains as a mess you have to give that like a clay is handed over to the potter he'll make into another vessel come on hallelujah kushavende kayil kaliman neepichu koduthathu pole nee eppichu koduthillengira aa cheli cheliyayittirikkum there will not be shape over that vessel it will be marred it will remain marred it will be always be marred there will not be nothing new happening with that vessel parayan betu pastor's message was good this pastor's message was good that pastor's message was good but anything good for you nothing have <laughs> to give it kushavan kayil kalimannu varanya hallelujah number 3 church is the vehicle through which god releases generation blessing your local church be rooted and grounded in love in the church god has planted you there is where you flourish those who are planted in the house of god community living god cannot bless you isolated god bless generational blessing comes upon the church upon his body oh come on somebody Jesus in the Bible has never done anything isolated by one person. It always flowed, moved through the vehicle of the church. Acts of the Apostles chapter 3, there was a problem. A person had a problem. Peter and John came. Even Jesus needed a John to introduce him to the ministry. Anybody greater than Jesus? Any care, any care, they won't. I have God. I don't want anybody else. I don't care. <laughs> have you noticed people in Bangalore say, I don't care. <laughs> That is why you are surrounded. Demons care for you. You shut the people who care for you. You attract all the demons. <laughs> the greatest sign of spirituality is when you go through your greatest trial. to be surrounded by the people who cover you in prayer the greatest prodigies mike mudok the man of god says the greatest special prodigies are the prodigies who take protection under a special mentor in a special season of battles i followed that all my life i see special battles in my life I immediately take off. I come under my Samuel. I allow the Samuel to prophesy over my life. Tibari gadagavana sambhori adara. The Bible says Saul came to attack. This is the fourth thing. 
come under your Samuel for the prophetic to be released. It's on the prophecy that the generation blessing is stirred up. Amen. Pravajana Dudindagata Talamurida and Agriam Beranada Sradhichi Gatonam. Praise the Lord. Sradhichi Kakanda the Gatonam. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name. My greatest blessing. You know why it, I touched it? Because I carefully recorded it. Every prophecy is recorded in this phone. Praise the Lord. Every prophecy is written or recorded in this phone. I keep listening to it. I prophesy. Hallelujah. Amos chapter 13. Amos. Uh, sorry, Hosea. Hosea chapter 13. Hallelujah. And I finish with this. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you here, church, tonight? I just taught you and went. That's how the Lord led me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I hope you're blessed. Hosea chapter 12, verses 13. Yeah. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by the prophet, he was preserved. By the prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet, he's preserved. Your life is preserved by coming under your prophet. His prophecy over your life keeps the devil away. David, when he was chased by Saul, came under Samuel. Samuel, Saul sent first army. And Samuel was prophesying. Saul came under that. Saul's army came to take David from his hands. But while they came, Samuel was prophesying. They also start prophesying. Praise the Lord. David in a Pidiam and Noira, David in a Gayadichu. Nina Nashipigam made Noira. Amen, but in the Noda. People who came to destroy will say Amen with you. Come on. Tibari got. Come on. People who come to destroy you will say Amen with you. Second group came. Hallelujah. They also started dancing with Samuel and prophesy while he was prophesying over David. They also David, man after God's own heart. David, man after God's own heart. People who came to point fingers at you, they had to say what God said. Who can curse whom the Lord has blessed? Third, Saul himself came under that prophecy. He stripped himself naked. Hallelujah. The devil will be stripped into shame. But inside that, you will be lifted up. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, Saul was ashamed. But David escaped. There are divine escapes under the mantle of your prophet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I pray this. Hallelujah. There are divine escapes that are under the mantle of the prophet. That's why you should not miss coming to church. Not to give attendance. Because every Sunday, every Thursday, that word can cause divine escapes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is, this is the word this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Own your blessing. Own your breakthrough. Own it. Own. That's called generational blessing. It's yours. And it's your descendants. Hallelujah. Forever and ever. Hallelujah. Close your eyes in prayer. Hallelujah.